Welcome to Membership Maker, the podcast about how to build a sustainable membership business. I'm your host, Ward Sandler, the co-founder of Memberspace. This podcast is brought to you by Memberspace, which turns any part of your existing website into members only with just a few clicks. It's available for WordPress, Squarespace, Wix, Duda, Webflow, Weebly, Notion, HubSpot, and custom HTML websites. Learn more at memberspace.com. Welcome, everyone. Today, I'll be talking to Jeremy Redleaf, the co-founder at Cave Day. Jeremy is an Emmy-winning artist, filmmaker, and entrepreneur. He's recently been involved in projects like Brackets Creative, including Odd Jobs, the series, Who Won the Year for Sci-Fi, and the film Third Street Blackout, and Cave Day, a global community of makers that come together to do deep, focused work built with member space. Jeremy, welcome to the Membership Maker Podcast. We're excited to have you here. Thanks for having me on Team Member Space. I'm here. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Choosing a platform early on is important for membership and can have a huge impact on your business development, right? So what was your experience with choosing Cave Day's tools and what do you recommend to our users? Yeah, well, it's, it's obviously really challenging because you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you're going to become and what you're going to need in a year or two years. But it's worth asking. It's worth saying you know, okay, if we wanted to do this, what are the impacts of these choices now? So, we, you know, we our problem was that we started a different business, right? So uh, we started Cave Day, it was in New York City, it was in person, and so that's all we cared about. And we need some tools that help us help people come to our events. And over time, we started doing things online, and then we started to realize, okay, well, not everyone's in the Eastern time zone, and our, our scheduling tool doesn't have time zone support. So, all right, well, I guess people will just kind of convert it. But then we got more and more people all around the world as our online community grew and we had a tool that was built for new york so at the time we didn't you know we just didn't know that of course this is a really challenging decision we made this is a this is a non-member space platform obviously that we were on before so i'm really into optionality right how can i keep as many options open as possible how can i pick a tool that you know just gives me a ramp you know if i you know if, if this happened can i still do this if we want to change this, what you know, what will that require? And can we see a path to to getting where we need to be? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Were there any specifics in terms of like either constraints or like use cases that you're like, you know what, for our business, we thought about X, Y, and Z, and that's why uh, that that's something that, you know, maybe is generally applicable to folks or, you know, just kind of like your methodology around how, how did you even consider what your constraints are or what you needed in a tool? Yeah. So, so, you know, we operate with the same kind of tool sets as like a yoga studio. So people need to book classes, they need to be able to have memberships, passes, you know, cancellations, that kind of stuff. So that was all really, you know, clear, obviously, we needed to find a solution that worked for that. But the problem is that, you know, in this, in 2021, there are so many off the shelf solutions for, you know, all sorts of different use cases, right? If you want to have a yoga studio, there are 20 options. The challenge, though, is that almost none of them really, you know, help you grow beyond those first few features that they do really well. So we just found that none of the solutions out there really had any kind of ramp up to, to a future where we needed to have more data around our users. If we wanted to host our own different tools, if we wanted to start a member form, none of these things were built in and, and nor was there a way to kind of fake it. So we just realized that, uh, you know, a lot of these tools just they, they do what they do really well, but they don't think about, you know, what might be needed a few years later. So that's this. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, like the longevity of like, hey, are these tools or is the tool I'm using going to be able to, I guess, grow with me? Right. That's always a thing we've heard before. Like, 
it's kind of hard to assess that like because you don't always know exactly how you're going to grow or what's going to change in the business it's almost impossible to know that kind of thing so at least picking a tool that you're aware of okay other businesses larger than me are using this that's usually a good way to kind of be aware okay i think i think we can grow into this right if you're picking out a tool and it's like hey uh tool x what's your largest customer G- give me a rough idea this way they you can at least tell does this work at scale because if they have no one big then it's like eh, there's probably a reason why so um that kind of a thing totally you know it's funny when we were looking at platforms obviously you know in, in the no code space bubble comes up a lot as a possibility and we looked into we looked into bubble and i looked at some of their big use cases they're like look at look at what we built and a lot of them moved off the platform <laughs> and so i was like wait a minute the ones that you're saying like look at this thing we built aren't staying so what does that tell you know what does that say about what this is for yeah no exactly it's like that it, it's tricky to just like you know obviously no platform's perfect everything's got flaws everything does some things better than others but being something that can like you know another good question besides who's your largest customer because not not everyone's going to answer that right some businesses might be like you know we don't disclose that but another question might be you know what's the longest customer you've had right that way you can tell it's like all right there's you know what's the average length of people staying with you that kind of thing so you can kind of get a sense of do people kind of try this and then churn out three months later or do people stick with it for the long haul and, and why because there's a lot of options out there so there must be a good reason why they're sticking with it right yeah. And another, this is super nitty gritty, but I th- I'm assuming this is a nitty gritty podcast. Another thing to really consider is is how uh, billing is handled, right? So more and more of the world is handled on Stripe and uh, our old platform was on Stripe, but they didn't use subscriptions on Stripe. They use invoices. So that's not something you can port to another platform. You can't, if you moved in member space, you can't just sort of seamlessly do that. You, still, you can still move people, but it's a little more manual. So you know, in this world where Stripe is sort of this layer that that can allow you to to own your your interactions with your customers and and move from place to place, it's really important how the platform uses Stripe. Yeah, and just a point of order for for member space and people out there considering us, we do create actual subscriptions in Stripe so that your members are not held hostage by our database. If you ever leave, your subscriptions and your customers leave with you. We don't we don't hold on to that data. And that's a beautiful so, posture for for a company, and uh, you know it's 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 coming up more and more, right? You know, a company like Substack. Um, which is just sort of a layer on top of Stripe. Uh, I see more and more makers and creators wanting to own that own that relationship, and I think platforms that you know allow that and still solve a problem are going to be increasingly valuable. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us, Jeremy. We really appreciate it. Would you like to share any resources or recommendations for folks trying to learn more about Cave Day? Yeah, sure. Come check us out. We're at caveday.org, and if you use the code MEMBERSPACE, you can get a three sprint cave for free. Come check it out. Awesome. Thanks, Jeremy. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. There's a direct link in the show notes. We really appreciate it. Learn more at memberspace.com.